Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes. Man, I wonder what kind of adrenaline rush St. Louis gets when they hear that yes, yes. I assume just so fired up. Yeah. It's like, nice. He's on. We're so lucky here. They tried to get this damn mouse to work. So many things wrong. The mess. Jackson, I can't get the mouse to work, which means I can't get the text inbox. You know, that's where our support system is. Yes. 65780. We're giving away tickets today, too. Uh, what happened on the Tuesday? Uh, Greg announced that uh, you were pregnant with his child. He won four tickets to the Bud Bash next week for the Brewers game on the 13th. Yeah. Then yesterday, Tyler won. Tyler. <laughs> he won because uh, he punched a hole in his wall. <laughs> Because of my sports center update, therefore, which was the Las Vegas Aces ending Sue Bird's career in Seattle. Yeah, and uh, so to kind of make up for, because I you're gonna lose your security deposit when you do something like that. Mm-hmm. You gave him to, the tickets to alleviate some of that financial pressure he's gonna feel. You know, and explaining that to his landlord is probably gonna be difficult. So, if anything, I tried to soothe him with some tickets. I bet the landlord was pissed about the WNBA update and your Sports Center update as well. So, I think it's something that they could probably maybe compromise on that uh, deposit. You're welcome to get involved on the show and win these Cardinal Bud Bash tickets by texting in 65780 or by using the 101 ESPN app and leaving a mic drop. That's what you can do. Dan McLaughlin will be joining us coming up at 1045, and then he'll be on the call. The Cardinals. And Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina looking to make it three of four against the Washington Nationals after a Jim Dandy last night. Jackson, were you watching the comeback? I did once they uh, once I saw the bottom of the ninth that there was some action going on. I said, yeah, I'll flip over to them. I'll check what it out. What were you watching before? Uh, I'm rewatching Succession. Oh, okay. I yeah. like Succession a lot. and. I watched one episode, or I saw a clip on Twitter or something, and I was like, oh, I should go revisit that. And I did. I, 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 had, I had moved on. I was stunned to see them losing. And uh, I was, it was I, I don't know what the hell I was watching, honestly. I really don't. Oh, I was watching Rainmaker. I don't know what that is. Matt Damon, oh. John Voight. Mm-mm. It's like a 25-year-old movie. I don't know why. I have no, I don't, listen, I don't have an explanation for it. I'm just telling you what's going on. Sure. And I'm like, God, they're losing the Nationals. Luke Voigt crushing the ball. No, oh, well, not going to matter, but right. okay. Not going to catch the Mets and Braves. And then I glance and I see second and third, nobody out, bottom of the ninth. And you know what the first thing I do is? You know what the first thing I do is? Listen to the person hosting the show. Do not look at that text. You should never look at it anyway. Don't I'm, look at it. I'm listening. Okay, then answer the question. I was a listening. Yeah, there it is. I do the exact same thing with my five-year-old. And I already knew how the hand was going to play out. So when I see it second and third, nobody out, and I'm watching that cute little Matt Damon, such a cute boy, before he became a star with Ben Affleck and Goodwill Hunting, what did I do? What did I do when I saw it second and third, nobody out? 
You flipped over the card, okay? No, that was it. Was that's the thing? That's that's if I'm asking the oh, question. Oh, you, you went know and looked ca- at the live odds. Ah, that's it. Now, now we're back together here. Yeah. Now we're gonna about to have a breakup. <laughs> You're right. And I'm like, I gotta throw some money on this, but it was only plus six hundred, and it's still five to one. Mm. And I'm going five to one, and yeah, second and third, nobody out, but plus six hundred isn't enough for me to. Yeah. Do you right agree? Wouldn't you have thought it would have been higher than that? I would have thought plus a thousand. And, and I know a, the Nationals are, a, you know, you know, mailing it in and have the worst record in baseball, but still, Finnegan's legit. And yeah. I'm going, I can't, I can't justify only a plus six hundred. If it would have been plus eight hundred or above, I think I throw a little something on it. Mm-hmm. Didn't. I suppose I regret it, but as you know, we're not results oriented here. No, we're we are about not. the process. Yes, and that's why Predictionary is giving you 70-plus percent winners. But with that said, uh, then the Cardinals rally. I see the ball off the bat of Tommy Edmond. Did you think that was going to be caught off the bat? Once I saw it go the opposite way, I thought it would be caught because he doesn't, I mean, he's hitting from the left side, and I didn't think that it, like, fired off his bat by any means. But once they flipped the camera around, you're like, oh, well, maybe – and then with uh, the outfielder chasing it down, I thought, well, he's I th- as the ball was coming down and he was running, I thought he's still gonna. I thought he still was going to get it. Uh-huh. And then it glanced off his glove. I'm like, here we go again. Yeah. And uh, you know, Marshy Marsh of Marshy Marsh and the playful posse. Yes. And yeah. the fast lane. Yes, he had a great tweet. Line. His yeah. tweet was outstanding about Nelson yeah. Cruz and Alex Call. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. That was outstanding. The second I saw it, I thought I was like, "Ooh, that's another situation where get a little bit better jump on it." But I also understand he's playing him a little shorter, being opposite field of Tommy Edmond, who's not necessarily the greatest Apo Taco hitter. Apo Taco. So the Cardinals win that thing with five in the ninth. Uh, they become the first team in 2022 to win a game trailing by four runs or uh, more in uh, in baseball this year, going into the ninth inning, bottom of the ninth inning. So, fun facts for no and tell. I didn't. I brought it up on uh, Balloon Party on Tuesday, knowing it was a four-game series. I wonder what the odds are that the Cardinals still get the series win mm. because I would have liked it. Yeah. Now they haven't. They still right. have to win today. Right. You do have Adam Wainwright on the mound, uh, Josiah Gray going for Natitude. And uh, I, I, wonder, I wonder what that would have been, because that means they have to win three straight. Right. I would have thought you'd get like plus 200, plus 250. Probably. Probably somewhere in that wheelhouse. I would have liked, I really, with the benefit of hindsight, that one, I, I missed on the process because that was worth throwing something on. Uh, but, you know, I, I was watching the postgame show last night after the comeback was complete and the thing that Ali Marmol kept saying, and I really do agree with this. And maybe maybe people see it differently. I'm sure Dan and I will talk about it when he joins us coming up at 1045. It tells you something about a team. And I think we saw this with the Blues this year. And I'm not just saying it when it's hometown teams because I've seen plenty of hometown teams where I go, yeah, there isn't a whole lot of fight there. I know they'd rather be at the cocktail lounge than trying to come back against the Nationals when even if they lose this thing, they're still going to have an eight-and-a-half game lead. There's something to a team, and we've seen them do this now a couple of times here within the last few weeks, grinding and fighting for a comeback um, and taking the caliber of at-bats they did in the ninth. This is kind of getting into the weeds, but I'm sure many of you listened to this, watched every moment of that, and I thought there were a couple of at-bats. Tyler O'Neill's would be the one that stands out most coming back from 0-2 
And Brad Thompson's making the observation, you know, he's coming back with that exact same pitch, and O'Neill was able to lay off of it. And then he battles back and, and gets on base. It, the, these are the kinds of things, these kinds of traits, number one, that championship teams have, because you're inevitably going to have to do that if you're going to have success in October. But it's also a trait of a team that has buy-in, which is a phrase you hear more about in the NHL. But I think buy-in that we've seen with this team and why they've been on such a tear since the start of August is the the complementary piece to the organization going out and getting them Quintana and especially Montgomery, who is undefeated, the Cardinals are undefeated anyway, in his his starts. And I think that's a a reciprocal relationship between the front office and the team. Okay, you invested in us. We're going to be fired up. And it just looks like a different team ever since then, not just because of what those guys have done from a pitching performance-wise, but because of the way the guys are approaching it. And that was a game that I think Marmol even said something along these lines, you know. You can go, okay, you know, you just kind of tune out. Sure, you're not, you're up there trying to get a hit. You're up there trying to rally. Yeah. But it's 5 1. The Brewers have already lost. I don't even know if they're monitoring the Brewers. I really do think they, and they've talked about it here. Wainwright was on uh, 101 ESPN uh, talking about it that, you know, we've turned our attention to the Mets and the Braves. Yeah. Uh, let's see if we can catch them. But yeah, in the whole scheme of things, it wouldn't have been the end of the world if they lost that game, but there they are battling, 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 and still it took a ball off the glove of call to get the Cardinals the win, and that's a hell of a win. Those are the kinds of wins what it reminds me of, and I'm not saying it's going to be a world championship year. It would be a hell of an accomplishment just because you're going to have to get past probably two of the Braves, Mets, Dodgers in order to even get to the World Series. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, although I think the National League at this moment is uh, more dangerous than the American League, that uh, that I remember in 2011 that they would just keep battling and battling and battling. And you're just like, when they show up, you expect them to win. And I think when they show up, they expect to win. And that's why Monday, I'm not mad about Mondays. It was so weird. They lost 6 nothing. Even if they were playing a great team, I would have thought it was weird, much less to, to lose to the Nationals that way. So what they did last night was kind of what I thought they might do on Monday because as a fan, as a viewer, as a talk show host, I watched this team, not every Cardinal playoff team. I watched this team, and there's just a fight to them. And as a fan, you like to see the emotional investment from the players and the front office with what they did at the deadline reciprocate what your emotional investment is. And I think that's why, in addition to the Pools chase of 700 and the Goldschmidt chase of the Triple Crown, why there is an atmosphere at Bush Stadium right now and a climate in St. Louis that is so hyped up about this team. Jackson, your thoughts? I thought you had a really interesting point there, Tim, about you know to have success in october you need to have games like this cuz it's not going to be every game's not going to be pretty you know sometimes you're going to have to battle back and win and you know battle some adversity and make comebacks and so when you get experience of that in the regular season i think it pays off so much down the line come october cuz you know you can do it right you know you can do it and you're playing the best teams the best pitching in baseball it's not always going to be six nothing victories where you have it locked up in the second inning sometimes you got to make a little ninth inning comeback and I thought that was great. So I think wins like that are just or just as important as like you know blowing out the Rockies fourteen nothing or something. You know, Cardinals in Wainwright today. Uh, for the record, when I woke up, I took a look at it right away. Minus two ninety five. So Jackson, if you're looking to lay about three hundred, 
Uh, you can win 100 if the Cardinals are to uh, to beat the Nationals today. I think I'll pass. Lineup still not out, Mike? Li- lineup is out. It is out. Uh, all right, let's take a gander. Oh, it's on the 101 ESPN Twitter account. All right, what do we got? And when you say it's on there, I assumed you had it in front of you, and that was my mistake. All right, Brendan Donovan, Tommy Edmond, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arnato, left field, Corey Dickerson, and your designated hitter, Albert Pujols. And look who is in right field. Action Jackson, why don't you tell the people? Alec Burleson. How do you do? Welcome to the squad, well, young yeah. man. How Welcome you to do? the squad. Yadier Molina, and then the gentleman who scored the winning run last night, flying around. Guy yeah. can fly. Yeah. Deluzio, you got Wainwright. Let me tell you something. Gosh, I would love, what do I do? What I would do? Mm. I can't do it because I have a sound story. I'm uh, recording at 12 o'clock. I would go and I would take my son out of the school today and I'd head on down to the ball yard. Yeah, with I mean day. you got you got Molina and Wainwright tying the major league record for battery, Mickey Lulich. Uh and uh and then you got Pools now in the lineup. Yeah. Got Burleson in the lineup. Yeah. Goldschmidt in the triple crown hitting third, Arnado and cleanup. God, how do you do? This is a Jim Dandy. Yeah. This uh, is a Jim Dandy. Head on down for the the Busman special? That'd be great. I love seeing O'Neill getting the day off today. Yeah, that's center field with an injury prone guy like him. Well, I love this lineup. There's a yeah. lot there's a lot of a lot of upside, ton of upside. And I like getting the young talent in there now. See who's ready for October to make uh, possibly make a big appearance. Uh let's see. I'm sure Lil Buckingham is glued to his telly on the BBC, old governor. That's from the five seven three. Is that tying in the health of the Queen? To Lil Piddles being oh so Western European, I guess. Uh, and are I, you? Are you? Are you? Is that what you were distracted by? Your telly? No, no, unfortunately not. Hope all is well, but uh, that, was, uh, that, not, was, a, that was a half-assed, that was a half-assed hope wish. I, I do. I don't want anyone getting hurt. Good for you. Uh, I like English football. But it's not really distracting me from my job. <laughs> uh, Dan McLaughlin at 1045. We're giving away tickets to the Bud Bash. Uh, obviously a lot going on in that uh, Air Comfort Service text line. Somebody uh, is going to win four tickets to the Bud Bash just by texting into this show. Jackson unilaterally has control of the winner, and that'll come your way at the tail end of the program. 65780. Great news. The Lil Piddle Six Shooter's back. Yes. Six Shooter is back. And new and improved. Oh, is that right? Well, it went so poorly the first time. Right. Uh, We'll go through the Lil Piddle Six Shooter. Essentially asinine arbitrary percentages. I feel like it's Tony Kornheiser, Mike Wilbon, and I'm like dressed up as a cop, and it's like the six shooter. Yeah, no, it's, this it's is gimmicky crap. No, I got like a, a, a belt with two sidearms, and I pull it out, and you draw fast because these questions they come <laughs> yeah, at they hot. come at you fast. It's yeah. coming up next. Nobody's leaving their car now right. when they know the six shooter's coming their way. This is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Man, this, what, what a huge segment this is. Anytime the Lil Piddle Six Shooter's out, people gather around their transistor radios at school. Yeah, it's this. Teachers say, kids, 
We're going to take a break here. It's time for the Lil Pill Six Shooter. Yeah, this is like the War of the Worlds broadcast. When the Six Shooter is out, Dan McLaughlin will be with us at 1045. Welcome back to Balloon Party 101 ESPN. Timothy Michael McKernan, Action Jackson with you for our one hour here on 101 ESPN. All right, the Six Shooter, it's what people want, it's what people get. Here you go, over under 96 and a half wins for the Cardinals. 96 and a half wins for the Cardinals. Jackson, the record at this moment, 81 and 56. That's 137 games played. Are we in agreement? Yes. Therefore, how many games remain for this ball club? 25. That is correct. Therefore, how many games do they have to win between now and the end of the season? To get over 96 and a half. That's right. 16? Yes. Look at this. Look. Horton Watkins is smiling today. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm focused. God, it is. That's the perfect number. <sighs> Here's the issue on it. Here's the issue. They're five back of the Braves, five and a half back of the Mets, who swept a doubleheader with a team we're going to get to see a whole lot of here over the next few weeks, our friends, the Pittsburgh Pirates, because the Cardinals have nine of 25 left with the Pirates. Um, I don't know what they will be doing in those final six games because they are in a weird spot where they might not be playing for anything. Right, right, with a no-man's land kind of. Truly, like, they, they're the three seed, yeah. and that's just it. There's yeah. nothing they can do about it. Right. The Dodgers are kind of in that spot. Right, where no one can catch them. They're the, I mean, the, the, they're playing for history is what they're playing for there. Um, but the two seed, it's going to be so tough for the Cardinals to pass, pass both those teams. If it was one, it still would be tough. But to pass two? Yeah, it's... You know, and you know one of them has to win when they play for the three-game series they have coming up at the end of the month. So that makes me go under the 96-and-a-half. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I'm going to go over. (laughs) May I hear your reasoning? I don't don't have to. That wasn't a requirement. It doesn't have to turn into a deposition where it gets— I'm putting the fifth. (laughs) So there, so you just went over just to go over. I mean, that, that's 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 what I've arrived. I'm trying at. to spin this narrative now that I'm pro Cardinal. You, you did are, bet twenty dollars. Well, I mean, I gave the people my reasoning. If the Cardinals were a game or two back of the Mets or Braves in the final week, where they get six straight against the Pirates, what have you ever seen that? Where you get like six straight, three that's at home, odd. three road. Very odd. I, I mean, I know it's about what happened with the work stoppage at the start of the season, yeah. but with that said. Yeah, then I think they would, but I'm just not sure who you're going to see out there. It's not like the Pirates are motivated either, but guys are playing for jobs, and so that's next year. So I think I think they're right at 95, 96. That's the thing. Yep. 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 I, it, listen, I hope I'm wrong because that means they probably got at least in the mix on that second seed, and that matters so much. Not just because of the buy, but you can start, you can set your rotation while teams grind. Yep. I would imagine the Cardinals and Padres or Cardinals and Phillies or Cardinals and Brewers, they'll play three straight, and it'll be Friday, Saturday, Sunday at Bush Stadium. That's the way it'll work out. Yeah. And Missouri plays Florida and Gainesville that Saturday. And most Ooh. importantly, the St. Gabriel, Gabriel School picnic. Right, Thank you. Right. And I'm, yeah. I'm sure baseball and the SEC are figuring out how to navigate that. Right. Uh, question number two of the six-shooter, where Jackson just gives opposite answers. What would be your starting rotation for the playoffs? What would be mine? Mm-hmm. Wainwright, Montgomery, Michaelis, if we're talking about the best of three against the Padres, Phillies, or Brewers. Yeah. 
I agree. I don't. Have, I can't go opposite of that. What do I think the Cardinals will do? I could see him going Michael a second. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Montgomery's just been so lights out. I agree. You're, you're kind of waiting for the shoe to drop on it, but it's yet to happen. Oh, I, I'm not. Because okay. I, 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 the, the, the strikeout rate, the swing and miss rate. Yeah. Are, I mean, or this, this isn't, this isn't kind of a ham and egg thing where no. we're like, oh, this is gonna. He's been fortunate. This is. This is legit. And by the way, brief side note, I hate to distract from the six-shooter because I know the kids are gathered around in the classroom, Mm -hmm. but uh, you have a New York Post article this morning, and you have Ken Rosenthal in The Athletic writing two days ago, if I'm not mistaken, about Brian Cashman uh, fighting for his life this month. Yeah, seriously. And it goes back to the Harrison Bader-Jordan Montgomery trade. That That was the straw. Yeah. And if the Yankees don't get to the World Series... It will be considered a failure, yeah. and he, he's he's up his contract's up, so he's in extension mode. Uh, what would yours be? Uh, Wayne, 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 Montgomery, Montgomery Michaelis. Michaelis. Yeah, Quintana hasn't. I, I like Quintana, but I think Michaelis gets it over him. Uh, what do you what do you do in a best of seven? Let's say it's an LCS season. Quintana added, and then hopefully Flaherty is ready to rock. I think that. I was well, they're not going to let him start both guys. So you're going to have to make a. Oh my! Uh, then Quintana. Okay, so you're going at that moment, assuming you can order it, and you probably won't right. be able to. But Wainwright, Montgomery, Michaelis, Quintana. Correct. All right. Correct. What percentage would you give that Jack Flaherty is in the Cardinal playoff rotation in a best of seven? Thirty percent. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I was really encouraged by his Monday I, start. Yeah, that was something I've just been super wrong on. I thought he was. A done this year uh right now which pitcher would you give the nod to to start a game seven i think this is a bad question in the six shooter i should have so it's a bad question because we know what the answer is already oh oh okay well maybe we don't the hottest hand that yes i agree that he has earned it and not only earned it but shown that he can perform but i don't think it's just as quick a question when montgomery's been as hot as he is yeah but the cardinals would go with wainwright i agree so it's why it's a bad question in the six shooter. Well, I had to get six. It's not the five shooter. <laughs> the percentage that Albert Pools gets to seven hundred home runs. Uh sixty percent. Wow. We're not prisoners of the moment on this show. <laughs> Mike Greenberg's on get up. He's not on balloon party. <laughs> wow. Um what did I say? Well, I said 25%. Yeah. I mean, we just know it's a roving dart toss anyway. Well, I'll stick with twenty five percent. All right. Now, usually, after he doesn't home, homer for a couple games, it drops like 30%. <laughs> well, maybe not that aggressively, but it does drop because of the number well, of games. It's holding here. steady now. Starting today. That's why. Yeah, against well, the Nationals. Yes, the answer that is. Uh, do you think Mizzou covers the 7.5-point spread? Now you're putting a man to the test here. Six-shooter strong. This is, this is putting me to the test. Uh, the number against Kansas State this Saturday started at 9.5. It's down to 7.5. Yeah. That's a that's a material drop. I am concerned about Missouri's offensive line mm. for this game. I'm not like sitting there going, "Well, if they're going to you know beat Alabama this year," they, I'm, that's what I'm talking about for this game. I'm concerned about it. K State's strength is their ability to run the football. Granted, it was Louisiana Tech, but Missouri and Louisiana Tech don't really run it, and it's Louisiana Tech. God, I don't know. I, I hate answering it because I truly don't want to. Well, I don't. I actually, I don't care if I'm wrong or right on this. Honestly, my 
I'll, I'll take Missouri. I really don't feel strongly about it one way or the other. I think if you said you got about $1,000 on it, I think I might I might go in the tank longer. Yeah, yeah, and it's a tough one. I think that if Mizzou can establish the run early in the game, get the ground game going. Cook needs time to throw. Right, That's but right. that will, will, will get the play-action game going. Then I think that they can really – you know, start to work, and because that gives you just need Brady Cook to have confidence. That's the key. Because when if he's getting sacked a bunch, or if he's making bad throws, making incomplete passes because he didn't have time, or he's having to scramble, then they're going to be in trouble. But if they can establish the run early with both Pete and Schrader, and probably some Elijah Young mixed in, I think that they not only could cover but win the game. It's all about stopping Deuce Vaughn. He is the running back you will hear a lot about yeah. if you are watching on Saturday, eleven o'clock, ESPN two. Missouri against K-State. For the record, while I uh, went against Illinois in the game against Indiana last week, I am on Illinois this week UVA against Virginia. Who was the victim of our Richmond play. Richmond spider play, yeah. Uh, and then a question that I know will endear you to the audience here on uh, Balloon Party. Predict Mizzou's uniforms for Saturday. What a, what a strong finish to the six-shooter. Wow. What would I like to see? You could answer both. Okay. What I like to see is exactly what they wore for Armageddon at Arrowhead in 2007. White jersey, yellow pant, black helmet. That's what I would like to see. What do I think we will see? This strikes me as a black M, black helmet, gold M, white jersey, black pant day. Ooh. That's what I think. What I would like to see, and I think that's your prediction is pretty good. What I would like to see... Is the stormtroopers? The stormtroopers, like all white, white, helmet. white helmet with a white logo, white jerseys with white numbers and or black numbers, I should say, white pants. Um, what I think we'll see is a whiteout, not as aggressive as the stormtroopers with the block M, because this is a Big Twelve opponent. I think they're going to throw it back with the block M, not the oval. Six shooter is in. Your thoughts? Six five seven eight zero. Remember, you're competing for Bud Bash tickets today. Cardinals.com/slash/promotions. It's the final Bud Bash. Four tickets to next Tuesday's game against the Brewers for the Budweiser Bash. Whoever gets Jackson's best text of the day. Remember, Jackson decides this unilaterally. So you can try to kiss his ass to win. Mm. Uh, when Greg had their pregnancy announcement, he won. So yeah. it was earlier than I expected. You know what do they say? You're supposed to wait like what six weeks or so? No, that would be a bad idea. I'd <laughs> wait maybe twelve. Okay. Well, ne- next time you're carrying a child. Yeah. Either way, it was too early. But you know, like I said, conduit to life. Right. <laughs> Dan McLaughlin joins us at ten forty-five. Your thoughts on Missouri's uniforms <laughs> and the little piddle six shooter six five seven eight zero. This is Balloon Party on one hundred and one ESPN. Right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Well, well, it's a balloon party on 101 ESPN. Dan McLaughlin with us in about eight minutes here on the program. Looking forward to talking about last night's festivities and also today. Big day for those of you just joining us. What a lineup the Cardinals have. You got Wainwright Molina automatically. That's choice. And then the regulars are getting the day off in the outfield. Uh, but uh, the lineup is still glorious. Donovan, Edmund, Goldschmidt, Arnado, Dickerson, Pujols, and then Burleson in right, Molina in center, Deluzio and uh, uh, Molina catcher would be very interesting. I think I would <laughs> I think I would go to see that. Yeah, have to. <laughs> Molina catcher, Deluzio at center, and then, of course, Wainwright, Molina tying 
the Detroit Tigers, Mickey Lolich and Freelman uh, battery record today. They will break that coming up here. And uh, the Cardinals, if you're interested in wagering, because I'm sure many people are going, well, they're going to win this game comfortably, are minus 300. Jackson, would you lay that down? Uh, minus 300? I can't. You can't? Can't. I, 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 that's, I don't know. Minus 300. Will you be watching the Bills and Rammies tonight? I will. What do you like? Over, under, Bills, Rammies? What are we going with I here? like the let's over. Go some, let's go with some numbers for the people. I like the over 52, I think. Yeah, that's one of my plays on the Pick 6 podcast, on which I went 6-0 and last week. And I believe Devin Singletary's number is 49 and a half for his rushing yards. I really like the under of that. Yeah, I was. I thought you were about to go over. No, the I, under. I, I like that play. 49 and a half for Devin Singletary. I think they're going to be relying on the pass a lot tonight when you got Aaron Donald sitting there waiting for you as a running back. I kind of maybe think otherwise. So those are my two plays. Do you know what the spread is for the game? Two and a half. That's Bills correct. minus two and a that's half. That's right. Yeah. I bet that surprises people. Well, SoFi Stadium, not necessarily the most hostile environment to play in. And a fully healthy Bills team is probably the most potent offense in football. So going up against a Rams team that has lost some from their Super Bowl campaign, especially defensively, uh, you know. I, I thought I was hoping the Bills were going to be dogs. I was because then you were going to go on it. I was going to go all over them, but I have a steadfast rule this year. I'm not betting on or against the Rams. I respect that. I don't even want to think about them. Are you interested in a play from me for Predictionary? Please, here, let me fire up Predictionary right now. And I mean, Predictionary is hitting at a 71 percent rate. Yeah, is that what it is? 12 and five. I'm going to give two for the people. Ooh, two yeah. for the money. Two for the money. Good. Yeah, well, I want people to create their FanDuel account, use the promo code WXOS, and then and then get ROI. I'm yeah. all about ROI, yo. Uh, <laughs> uh, over, uh-huh. Bills Rams. And prop bet for you. Yeah. Gabriel Davis over 59 and a half yards. I like that. Oh, you do like it. People forget that he caught five touchdowns in one game. You know, so I, I really like that. So uh, we're not sweating uh, Emmanuel Sanders anymore. He retired. Yep. And uh, no Beasley. He's the number two guy. Yeah. Coverage on Diggs. Stephen. Fine. There's yeah. Davis. He's legit. It's going to be a Davis and Dawson Knox factory so that's uh that's where my play is and James I, and, I, and i hope i uh i hope i get you all paid it's very important what was the number of gabe davis 59 and a half thank you no problem i am 52 and have no clue about the betting odds you give i only stand understand horse racing odds uh i'll answer any question you would like on it we are an open forum so for so minus minus 295 means you have to bet 295 dollars to win 100 dollars. yep i'm happy to answer that question yeah people whereas, are getting more and more comfortable with it yeah, whereas plus two ninety five, you bet a hundred dollars, you, you win, win two ninety five. Yeah, a couple nights ago, the Giants were underdogs to the Dodgers, probably I think plus two fifty, and they won. So if you threw money on the Giants, you you got paid. I guess that was on Monday night because the Dodgers have won two in a row. I'm wondering if the Dodgers. I don't think they can get there, but break the Mariners and the nineteen oh six Cubs total of uh, of one hundred sixteen wins. I mean, that's just an operation. I mean, you you in the playoffs. Everybody the Cardinals have played minus the Giants in the playoffs are the teams that are in the mix over yeah. the last decade minus the Giants in 12 and 14. Who'd we see in 11? Phillies, Brewers. Who'd we see in 13 and 14? Dodgers. Uh, who'd we see in 19? Braves. And uh, we, of course, saw the Mets in, in 2006. All the Cardinals' NLCS opponents and NLDS opponents, they're all yeah. back. It's kind of like there's a 
bit of a dynasty going on here in some some capacity. I mean, the Dodgers certainly are, but they just only have one world championship. Dan McLaughlin and I are going to talk it over regarding last night's festivities and uh, what should be a hell of a day today. I mean, perfect weather. Adam Wainwright on the mound, Yadier Molina uh, forming the battery, tying the major league record, and then Albert Pujols in the lineup, Burleson in left, right. I had Molina in center, but I think I might have been mistaken. I think he's going to play catcher today. He is. He is. It's odd, but but uh, is playing right. There you go. So that must mean... Or, unless no, he's playing doing... center. Perfect. Burleson's playing right. I'm more confused at this point about what's going on after I talked about it. Right. Yeah, I'm still... I'm positive Deluzio's playing center, and I'm positive that Burles is playing right. But he also could be playing left. Clip that off. <laughs> Dan McLaughlin next. This is Balloon Party 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back, Balloon Party 101 ESPN. It's 1048 in St. Louis. This time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, and it is our pleasure to welcome to the show the man who will be on the call today of what is baseball paradise with Wainwright, Molina, Pujols. Jackson isn't sure of who's in the outfield or where they're playing. It's a combination of players, Tim. And who are they? Burleson, uh, Delucio, and uh, Dan? That would be Corey Dickerson. (laughs) Well, you guys are on it. Oh, that'll be a nice promo. (laughs) (laughs) That'll run sometime at two in the morning when they want to promote this. Dan, good morning. It's welcome, welcome to the program. And what a what a game last night, and and what a what a lineup today, and what a set of circumstances. Perfect weather. Wainwright, Molina tying the record. Pools in the lineup. I don't know what else you could ask for. Well, you could ask for a series win. You got to be greedy, Tim. Yep. And the Cardinals now are twenty-five games above the five hundred mark. They lead. The Central by nine and a half, and you can start talking about magic numbers. Magic number is now 17, so uh, the Cardinals are playing their best baseball at the right time, and, and this has been a lot of fun to watch. Boy, has it ever. Last night, let's start there. I got a, a few questions with regards to... to That'll to, be fine. To, you will take a few questions. All right, let's start. Last night, I tuned out, honestly. I'm thinking, okay, you know, they're going to lose surprisingly. And, you know, not a big deal. Brewers already lost earlier in the day. And then they get two on, and then I see what's going on. And then they just keep grinding. And what you were talking about with, with BT and what Ali Marmol was talking about and what Ricky Horton was talking about in the postgame show, you know, it would have been easy to just go, okay, not a huge deal. But they grinded it out. And not only did they grind it out, I thought there were some at-bats in that ninth inning that were so critical as far as, as the judgment and the control. Tyler O'Neill really being a highlight. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one for me. I, I thought the O'Neill bat at bat was critical in the comeback. I mean, he they they had him at 0-2, and he stayed away from a couple of sliders, and then mm-hmm. they elevated. He did not swing through that, which he was doing all night long. I mean, they had his number. He was over three with three strikeouts. Tim, do you need to turn that a little bit louder, Tim? Go ahead and turn that louder, Tim. Make sure that's a little bit louder. Thanks. And so, um, sorry, I got sidetracked. And then uh, the other part was the fact that with Deluzio uh, at first base, I mean, you sit there and think about the fact that if a ball gets over an outfielder's head, you're going to score from first. But with his speed, he's one of the fastest guys in the league. 
And by the way, I wasn't yelling at you, Tim. It was another Tim. It was Tim Garcia who I was giving trouble in this booth, and now he's laughing. Anyway, <laughs> so that ball got over his head, and I just thought at that time, man, there's no way that you can get a ball, let a ball get over your head. Right. And it did. And uh, and they win the game, so I guess that's why the the Nats are forty below or whatever it is, forty one <laughs> below five hundred, and the Cardinals are playing good baseball. They are sitting at uh, at forty eight wins, and and one of the elements of that comeback, and we've seen a couple of these here. The Braves series stands out. Now this comeback against the Nationals is, as you know, when October rolls around, you're not going to run into the Rockies, Reds, Pirates, Cubs, the Nationals. You're going to be battling, and most of the time these games, at the very least over the course of a series, you're going to have some games where you're going to have to come back, and it's going to grind down to the late innings. And I think there's something, A, that you see about the team, that they have that in them, and B, now that they've done it a few times in the last couple of weeks, that they know how to go about battling back and working counts in order to get themselves in that position. So that was really what I liked about what we saw last night in the ninth inning, Dan. Yeah, the the team was not a good come-from-behind team last year outside of the 17-game winning streak. They just, you know, if they fell behind last year, they were not going to come back. And I think you could say that for a pretty good portion of this year, too. They just did not uh, come from behind very often. But this second half has been way different in in that regard and one of the reasons that you come back is that your bullpen keeps you in games and so i think when they made those trades and it allowed Polante to go to the bullpen and things have settled down now from the left side with jojo romero and zach thompson um these guys keep you in games and if you can stay in a game long enough you will get your shots as long as you can roll it over to the big guys in the lineup which is goldie and arenado so it's a combination of things. It's a thing, uh, an aspect of good teams that they believe that they do play a full nine, and this team has done that, and it's a sign of a very, very good team, and this is a good team. I, and I don't care if it's Washington or the Mets. Um, you come back in a major league game and you're down you know, 5-1 going in the ninth and you win that game, it just doesn't happen very often. I think it's the first time this year that's happened yeah. where a team's been down by that much and come back and won. So it is a sign of a good team, and now today I, I think you go – you know, you, you got blood in the water, and you got a couple of guys that are young that get a chance to start in Deluzio, and, and Alec Burleson will make his major league debut. You got Albert in the lineup. The crowd will be charged up for Albert, or for, uh, well, for Albert for sure, but for Wayno and Yachty, and it makes it a really fun atmosphere here at the ballpark. No yeah, doubt. I mean, perfect weather, and you have all of that going on, like you mentioned with Burleson, Pujols, Yadier, and Wainwright uh, tying the record for the battery. It's, it's, a, it's a perfect day if you are. You've been tweeting it out. I feel like any time the Cardinals have one of these nights to make sure you get to the ballpark because the atmosphere down there is something else. And, and listen, the Cardinals could be in this position next year, but it won't be the same cast. And so if you want to get a chance to see this cast, you've got a few more times to do it. And uh, today would be a perfect one if people are able to get down there with this uh, set of circumstances. Hey, I want to get I want to get your perspective on this because now you know Wainwright was talking about it, and and I'm curious what your perspective is on it. With being nine and a half up on the Brewers, the Central Division, barring a, a monumental collapse, is going to be the Cardinals, and they're in this weird spot where they're five and five and a half respectively back of the Mets and Braves. And there's a lot of value to getting that second seed in the National League. But when you're chasing down two teams and they'll play each other three times in late September, it's going to be awfully tough to accomplish because you got to get past both of them. Uh, what are your thoughts on the, the Cardinals and the pursuit of, of the Mets and the Braves and the Braves playing as well as they have been playing? 
Well, I think you use that if you're Ollie as a carrot to keep guys engaged and motivated, and not to say that they won't be. I mean, the Magic yeah, we saw last still night. 17. You know, I mean, you, you still got a ways to go here. But if the Cardinals just doing some numbers, if they win just 10 of the last 25 to get to 91 wins, the Brewers have to go uh, 20 and six in their last 26 just to for, uh, force a tiebreaker. So that's probably not going to happen. Um, and so. You'd have to say, barring, a, as you said, a monumental collapse and the Brewers just get on fire, um, that's not going to happen. But I think if you're Ali, you say, hey, let's try to get and catch these guys and put pressure on the Mets and the Braves. And the Mets now have some issues. Starling Marte was hit by a pitch the other night. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Scherzer goes on the IL. That's big. They've been dealing with some injuries. They're not playing great in the last couple of weeks. Now, they did sweep their doubleheader yesterday. But generally speaking, the last two weeks have not been the way that they played all season. I, I still am big on the fact, and I, I know that some people would not agree with this, I think Atlanta is the best team in baseball um, right now, uh, even better than the Dodgers, even though the Dodgers' record is going to be one that stands out and they got a chance to make historical marks in terms of their record. I just, I see, Having seen Atlanta, I just don't see a lot of uh, faults in their, you know, in their lineup, in their, their bullpen, and their starting rotation. Um, and so if you can try to get to, to that second spot and get home field advantage and get a buy and line up your rotation, it is critical. Yeah. But, you know, having said that, you, you should win the Central, which means you would have home field advantage for the first three games of your postseason. So Cardinals are playing great baseball at home, and no reason to think that that wouldn't carry over in the playoffs. Dan McLaughlin, he's got the call of a great one today. What a lineup. What a set of circumstances. Beautiful day at Bush Stadium as they try to win the series for the Nationals after li- losing game one. Dan, always appreciate the time, sir. Thank you so much. Tim, good. Turn on that walkie-talkie as loud as you can. See, that, there it is. Now, Blow Tim, it it's Tim Garcia, Blow Jackson. It it's not me. It's not me. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Tim. Okay, fellas. Have a good one. Thanks, Thanks Dan. Dan. Thank you, too. Dan McLaughlin with us here. Jackson, hey, what, what do we have here for our Bud Bash tickets? Um, That's a great question, Tim. Uh, Am I going to have to actually scrap with you? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I'll do it. Uh, I'm going to go with this one. Um, today is my birthday. I'd love to get Bud Bash tickets. You're the man, Action Jackson. Yep, we're going to fight. I don't know if we can carry this on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Jackson has a MySpace. We're going to fight. What the hell was that? Did you just make that up? Did you just like make that text up? Does that no, even exist? It's a real text. In there. <laughs> I don't know if it's the guy's birthday or not. I hope it is. <laughs> I thought you were giving it to the guy who called you Lil Buckingham. I decided against it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right. Well, that'll, what a, what a, what an unfortunate. I mean, what this show was building. You know, it's like you go to a concert and they, like the band gets in a disagreement, and they walk off, and you go, "Well, I was kind of looking forward to." Well, no, all right. No, I, I have a living, breathing disappointment. <laughs> Clip that off. We have a lot to clip off from today's program. BK and Ferrario will do much better coming up in a matter of moments for Action Jackson, for the guy who should have won calling Jackson Lil Buckingham. Uh, (laughs) He's livid that he thought he was going to win. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music 
and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.